0: Welcome to the Doxa Dialogue, a podcast about living life on mission for the glory of God. My name is David Rudy. I'm the pastor at Doxa Church, and I'm joined by my wife, Julie, this morning.
1: Hey, guys. So good to be here today.
0: This is a podcast that we actually recorded last week. Wait, two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, two weeks ago, we recorded, and Monroe was with us. She interrupted us like 20 times.
1: Then she turned one of the microphones off and it messed up the whole thing. Yeah. It was just one hot mess.
0: (laughs) And we re-recorded and re-recorded, but as you're doing that, you're like, did we already say this? Was this part that got erased? And one thing led to the next. It was choppy. And then we happened to get in an argument the next week, which we didn't necessarily apply all of the principles that we had just talked about, specifically myself, I'll take most of the blame for that. So here we were last week. I had almost finished the editing, but I just can't post this right now. This is just not not a good look. Don't want to be hypocritical. So we waited a week. We
1: hit pause button. So that's why there hasn't been a episode in a little
0: bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this has definitely been something that we've gone over quite a bit like the content that we're about to give you. We've definitely had to practice it, had to see where we were weak, specifically myself, and the topic is showing care. We're continuing that communication focus that we had the last episode that we actually put out, which was like three weeks ago now.
1: I know. It's crazy. A lot
0: has gone on in between them. But we've also been shown a lot of care by the church. we got pastor's appreciation. Oh, man happening this month we're That's so been blessed so great. yeah i mean
1: people have been so kind to us and generous and it really means a lot I ministry can be hard and people have been practicing what we're going to talk about today and, and we've have. been on the receiving end
0: it is amazing to be in a church where people are filled with the love of christ and they show that it means so much absolutely do we want to share anything else about any other happenings that we need to catch people up on
1: i went to what today and it was incredible <sighs> it's so relaxing to get our van clean it gets so out of control so fast yeah and i saw today i don't know where i've been living under a rock or something that you can actually pay a monthly fee and go whenever you want it's unlimited. That
0: sounds like one, everything under the sun is a subscription at this point in time. I'm like, oh, how many oh, more subscriptions? Man. Like, we have all the TV subscriptions. You got Amazon. You have Disney. Just add what a wash to that, right?
1: Yes, it was. It's a little steep, I think.
0: Okay, let's talk about that off air. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> so, if anyone
1: wants to gift us that, <laughs> wow. I would love that. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. How much is this? It's thirty bucks a month.
0: It's 30
1: dollar oh, a day, but with... uh,
0: that's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Wow.
1: But I see the beauty of it. I can go get it clean, which happens a lot.
0: <laughs> we'll definitely talk about this one off air, but yeah, sounds a little steep. Actually, let's pull the listeners and you tell us, is it worth getting a subscription to what a wash for $30 a month? When you can literally vacuum your car out yourself and put your own kids to work and,
1: which we and, do. <laughs> and
0: teach them how to ha- how to like clean things and do chores.
1: Yes, actually, Monroe got in the back seat, which the back bench is a little war zone back there. I will not name which child sits back there. And uh, we all <clears> know <throat>
0: our family. You you can just imagine.
1: Monroe went back there with a wipe and wiped it all down. And I went back there to work, and I was shocked at what a good job she did. And it just made my heart (laughs) smile so big. (laughs) Yes, she gets it.
0: She She is the little mom of the family. She finds things. She cleans things. She reminds the boys to make their lunch in the morning. On and on it goes. But let's dive in. Enough about us. Let's talk about how we can show care in our communication and focus on that with other people.
1: Galatians 6:2 Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ.
0: That is a great verse for where command. Absolutely. So we want to talk about this, how do you bear one another's burdens? And we have a list here, just some bullet points that we want to talk through. I think the first way, very practically speaking, ask questions. There's so many times where we have been in situations and this is like a touchy thing we have people over all the time we love hosting people and we've been in the ministry ever since we've been married like for Mm -hmm. 10 years now i never really noticed this until i was married to you in the ministry because i've always just been the type of person who loves having conversation with people and i love to learn about them and what they're interested in so when I find somebody to talk to, I'm going to ask them some questions about what they're doing. And then when you're in youth ministry, you have to learn how to just talk to start <laughs> conversations, talk to any kid. You find that one thing that they're interested in, and you just ask questions about that. But it has been pretty eye-opening to us in our 10 years of ministry how few people know how to do this.
1: Oh, man. It is
0: and it's, crazy. And it's draining when you have one of those conversations maybe a little bit more for you than me. I can roll with it. That's just my personality. But yeah, if if it's a one-sided thing and you're just asking them questions and asking them more questions, they're giving you an answer, they're talking about themselves, then you're like, "Okay, I'm going to ask you another question. I'm going to listen to you talk about yourself some more." I don't mean to be weird about this or anything, but it really communicates a lack of care and a lack of love and really screams i'm a selfish person right if you go a whole meal and that person never asks one question we've been in several
1: of those and you just walk away kind of thinking where's their walk with the lord if they can be that blindsided to just be okay to talk about themselves and it's Mm -hmm. okay to talk to you about yourself in Mm -hmm. in the right Context in the right situation you want give and take so
0: that's why we bring this one up at the beginning And this is a really good self-evaluation
1: How can someone's burden if you're not talking to them about it if you're just talking about yourself? You're not gonna know what their burdens are to be able to help and love them.
0: Yeah And to bear one of those burdens it requires you to listen and when you have the people that literally are talking about themselves They're never asking a question. They have never have a chance to listen, to bear a burden. And of course, having a fun conversation with someone is like you said, give and take, where you're actually talking about something deeper than just what I did or the story that happened to me one time, you're actually thinking ahead and talking about Jesus Christ and what the Lord is doing in your life and what the future holds and big ideas. Those kind of conversations are stimulating and they're edifying. And those are the kind of things that build people up and show care.
1: Absolutely. You just touched on it, but the next one, listen more than you talk.
0: Yep, exactly. You we have basically two ears that. <laughs> in
1: one mouth. Yeah. Be a good listener. Even James talks about it. We talked about that in the last podcast. Be mm-hmm. quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Mm-hmm. It's a command.
0: This is one that you're really good at, Julie, and you even you. remind <laughs> me to do this quite often, but writing cards, sending texts, I know you've been in this place before where you like bend over backwards, you go above and beyond, you host something or you do something really great for somebody else. And maybe you make, I don't know, like you make chocolate chip cookies for somebody or something like that. If the person never says anything about it, you're just left wondering, did they not like it? Did they get it? It's so nice uh-huh. to get a handwritten thank you note.
1: Communicate your care. Yeah. It, and maybe you're like, oh, I just can't do cards. Send a text. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for doing that. It really meant a lot to me. I am really grateful for you. Yeah. It just goes so far.
0: Yeah. So we're talking about bearing one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We didn't actually even point to this, but... The law of Christ. Somebody may be wondering, what is the law of Christ? I know there's the Let's Old know, Testament David. law. Fill us in. Well, I was going to ask you, Julie. I was going to straight up put you on the spot. Theology class here. <laughs> dun,
1: dun, dun. I can
0: answer it, too, if you want me to. Go for it. Okay. So, the law of Christ. This is obviously Paul writing to the Galatian church. And he's actually pointing back to the Gospels where Jesus, on the Sermon on the Mount, gave us the new law. Like, here's the new covenant. You mm-hmm. love one another. Like... Jesus came to fulfill the law. The law shows us we're sinners. It points us to our need for a savior, Jesus Christ. And the law of Christ is love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, and mind. And your neighbor is yourself on these two laws, hang all the law and the prophets. So Paul is giving a huge cue to look, you want to love like Jesus. This is what you're commanded to do. This is what Jesus left Mm -hmm. us with. This is the law of Christ. I love that. It's not complicated. It's love God and love others. Mm -hmm. And to do that, you have to bear one another's (laughs) burdens.
1: You want to know what God's will is for you? Love God, love others.
0: There you go. And you do that by putting action to your care. We've been talking about putting action to your care already, but this really, if you zoom out in the big picture, it just means you're going to have to sacrifice for people. Mm -hmm. You sacrifice financially, sacrifice your time. And when you do that, you're not just saying, "Oh, I'll pray for you,"
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: forget to pray about them. <laughs> yeah,
1: pray for it. Pray for them in the moment. And actually, there's one thing about our church that I love is that you'll oftentimes see people praying together
0: mm-hmm. because
1: in that moment, I can almost guarantee they were having a conversation, and someone said, "Pray for me," or "I'm going through this," and the other person said, "I'm going to pray for you right now." Yeah. And they're together, and That's they're the way praying. It should
0: be. I know we've tried to we've tried to do that from the very very beginning, and I love that that's part of our culture now is never just saying, I'll pray for you and then forgetting to do it later on. Or, or maybe you do, but but you can still pray for them later on and you can still say a word of prayer for them right, there, right then and there. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing.
1: Karen is so good at it. Shout out to Karen if you're listening. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But sacrifice, financially. We had, uh, like last week, so you were you were in nursery this week, but the week before, you were at home with Monroe, who was sick. You and Monroe were both sick. And the Snipsons, Aaron and Sarah, they were like, oh, do you need groceries? And I was like, if you wanted to get us some bananas, sure. If you really wanted to get us some bananas, yeah, we actually are out of a lot of things. Because, Julie, you had been, like, feeling terrible all week. Later. Right. And they came by. They dropped off a bunch of groceries, like spaghetti so that we used the night before. Yeah, it just went all out. It was so great. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. They, they took
1: their time their money. and their resources. Yeah,
0: to just be a blessing. And it, that shows care.
1: Absolutely. To conclude our first point on how do we bear one another's burdens, I think First John 3 sums it up beautifully. But if any. One has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him. How does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth.
0: Exactly. And then another passage that I want to jump to that actually gives us another angle on this whole topic of showing care in our communication, in our actions, is Philippians 2, 3 through 4. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Mm. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So that's our second point here. Let's talk about this. How do you count others more significant than yourself?
1: I think this can be so hard and so easy all wrapped up. It's hard because... We are such sinners, and that's we're mm-hmm. depraved, and that's our go-to is just loving ourselves. At the same time, I think when we have such awesome people in our life, it's so easy to want to love them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we're not—and I want to be careful with this as well. This isn't saying that, like, you're insignificant. Just be a doormat. Have everybody right. run all over you. Kill yourself or the other person. Like, that's— oh, no. You can take this too far too, right? Obviously, everyone is loved by God. God values us all equally. We know who we are. We care for ourselves. We love our own life. That's just assumed. The scripture talks about this. So when it says count others more significant than yourselves, what it means is it doesn't mean that you abuse yourself mentally, physically. You need to take care of yourself. But what it's saying is we need to still value other people and not just put ourselves number one Mm -hmm. at all times and just look out for number one. We need to remember that my neighbor over here and this person in my church or my child, it's an easier one when it's your own child, but these people are souls who are going somewhere for eternity. They are loved by God. They are created by God. They are equal to me Mm -hmm. and I need to treat them the way I want to be treated like so that's what Paul means when he says count others more significant than yourselves and when you have that outlook that eternal outlook like when you're looking at people the way God looks at people you're gonna start showing love and care to them the way you would want to receive it yourself
1: absolutely put yourself in other person's shoes Mm -hmm. in their position consider their perspective on whatever is going on how, what are they thinking? What are they feeling?
0: Yeah. Yeah, when you really feel out, like, all right, before I say this, where are they coming from? What's their perspective on this? That's going to help you in those times when you're having an argument, right? Like, when it's when it's easy to slip into showing communication that it does not have care, that's, like, defensive, or I want to prove my point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, are you speaking from experience? Yeah, speaking from
0: experience <laughs> from last week when we actually had to access this whole podcast because I wasn't quite practicing this.
1: We worked it out. Yeah, and God used it for good. In
0: yeah, but in a lot of for ways. sure. And I, and I think this goes for everybody though too, right? I do this, and you do this. Mm-hmm. When you both are at a point where you're butting heads and you don't agree, put yourself in the other person's position and try to look at it from their shoes as well. And that's going to give you the empathy and the ability to actually soften the tone and solve the problem. Absolutely. Another part here that I like to sprinkle in, this is something my mom always said, was joy. If you want to have joy, it's Jesus first, others second, yourself last. It's so good. I grew up with the same thing. And
1: it's such a simple little acrostic, but there's so much truth and weight to it because... When Jesus is first, when you're walking with Jesus and you're putting others first and yourself last... There's so much joy that comes and so much peace. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but Mm -hmm. try it out if you haven't. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. And I've actually had people get mad at this before. Oh, how dare you put yourself last? That's so bad. Like the whole self-care, self-love kind of angle. And we've already addressed that.
1: You have to take care of yourself because if you aren't taking care of yourself, you can't love others. You're going to be sick. This
0: doesn't mean that you make yourself a doormat. This doesn't mean that you don't take care of yourself and get the rest that you need, obviously.
1: Yeah, eat right, exercise, all those things. But
0: when it says Jesus first, others second, yourself last in that that paradigm, it just means that when you're actually out there serving others and showing care for others instead of just doing what you want to do and doing your agenda, you are going to be fulfilled and you're going to find joy that way. If you're feeling down, go out there and love somebody put a smile on their face, be the light of Jesus Christ, and I guarantee you it's going to help whatever you're facing, the trial that you're currently in.
1: Absolutely. I think the people that live this out, you can tell on their countenance. Yeah. They just have so much joy and peace. And actually, I was talking to Karen on Sunday out at the tent, and I don't even remember the details of what we were talking about, but the gist was that, A lot of people think she's a lot younger than she is. Hmm. And I said, I think it's just because of your love for Jesus and that Mm -hmm. you just have so much joy and peace.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no question. People who walk with Jesus have a vibrant life in Christ. They don't have as much stress, which... The stress kills your health. It ages you really heavily. Poorly. Yeah. Just f- living your life the way God tells you to live your life in the Bible makes you more attractive and more healthy and look younger. Like it really does. Absolutely. You see, I see that all the time. And I've even seen people, they've lived a rough life, and they're weathered and they're aged and because they've lived the hard lifestyle that wears your body down. And I've seen them come to Jesus Christ and I've literally seen over time them transform and almost look younger and become a new person. I've seen that happen in men who didn't know Jesus Christ and who actually got with Jesus and, and turned it around.
1: It's so great. I think too another way that we can count others more significant than ourselves is just being having a heart of gratitude
0: mm-hmm. in
1: expressing that when people do things for us, when your spouse or family member, or coworker and just, yep. hey, thank you for that. I see that. When you think a compliment, express it. I know we've said that, I think, in other podcasts before, but mm-hmm. it is really important that we communicate care. Like you can almost picture our lives as buckets. Mm-hmm. I David and I talk about this a lot when we're talking things out and I'll be like, oh, my, my bucket is so empty or you're punching a hole in my bucket. And when we have gratitude and joy in our heart towards other people, we're filling that bucket up. Yeah. Which is so great.
0: Yeah. That's, again, where those texts and those thank you notes come in. And just always remember that. It goes a long way. So Romans 12.10 is another verse that beautifully sums this up. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor.
1: It kind of sounds like a challenge. Outdo one another. Ready, set, go. Who can (laughs) outdo one another in honor? And... Actually, this versus came in perfect timing for us to do this podcast, because I think you just mentioned earlier that last week I was sick and Monroe was sick and I was supposed to go to lunch with a friend. And I let her know, hey, I'm sick. We're going to have to reschedule. And she's, oh, no, I'm going to bring you soup. And I was like, no, you don't worry about it. She's like, no, I want to. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. She showed up (laughs) at my doorstep with basically the entire Chick-fil-A menu. Wow.
0: <laughs> yes. It was like
1: soup and nuggets and tenders. Talk about a
0: challenge. That's just like who every wants to accept that challenge? Options. Order every menu item from Chick-fil-A and just have a feast. Yes. With the whole it was just people.
1: so kind. She did not have to do that at all, but it communicated, right. "Hey, I'm going to show care and I'm going to go above and beyond. And I don't know what all you love, but I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't have the means to do it. But the whole point of what that's saying is Mm -hmm. be attentive to other people's needs and just kill it Mm -hmm. with how much you love them. Any need that you see of those around you. And it's not just people in your life group. It's your neighbors, your unsafe coworkers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's there's people like that too. Yeah, absolutely. And there's people who are in different seasons of life that can do some of these things that other people can't do. You have people who are still single that, you know, you don't have a whole family to provide for at this stage of the game. Maybe you will one day. You don't right now. You can do things in your life, in your schedule. I don't know. I'm not saying you have an easy, wide-open schedule because I know it's crazy. If you're a millennial and – and you're, you're probably working like two or three jobs, honestly, just because of the way the system is right now. You're probably working two or three jobs. You're juggling classes, whatever it is. I know that's hectic, but you can actually do some things that, that other people can't do.
1: I know one example, and there's a single girl at our church and she, from time to time, will just come pick up our boy, boys and take them to coffee or ice cream. And she'll just be gone for an hour or two. Yeah. And it means so much to us. It means so much to our boys that someone cares enough about us to go do that. And that's something that in that season of life is a great way to minister to other people. So if you're single, adopt a family. You don't have to tell them I'm adopting you, but in your head, okay, I'm going to adopt them. And as my schedule allows, as my resources allow, I'm just going to show them love and care. What an awesome thing to do.
0: I love it. Great stuff, Julie.
1: So I think in conclusion... How are you doing in bearing one another's burdens? Are you attentive to the needs around you? Or are you just so consumed with yourself that you don't even know what's going on? Are you sacrificing your time and your resources for other people? Are you counting others more significant than yourself? Just ask yourself those questions today. Do you have room to grow? Maybe it's something God's been teaching you lately. And you've, been, you've taken big strides in that. Praise God, that's so awesome. But in the Christian life, we're constantly having to work on things and this is one that we're constantly working on how can I love people better
0: yeah because when we love people we are showing them what God has done in our own life what he who he is we are glorifying the character of God and that is creating an atmosphere and creating a platform where we can actually give them the gospel as well so great stuff love it please do let us know what you thought of this episode. You can talk to us on Instagram. The DMs are always open. You can also message us on our website, doxopstate.church. And please, if you're not already subscribed, like, subscribe, and share. It really does help get the word out because we just want to be a blessing to more and more people. So if you know anyone else that you think would be a good addition, a new member of this audience. Bring them into the fold. We'd love to reach more people as well. So that's it for this week. You are loved.
1: Bye bye.